So welcome to our last episode of season one. Woohoo! We made it! I can't believe we've done a whole bloody season. I know, right? And it didn't actually take that long, surprisingly. It totally didn't. You know, we generally did like one episode a week. There were a couple of weeks where we did like two. Yeah. But <laughs> probably because of the weeks that we missed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there was that one time we had to like redo an episode, but yeah, whatever. That, That's fine. You know, it's fine. <laughs> That's expected. You know, it right? happens. It's only the first season, you know, we gotta like give ourselves some grace. (laughs) I gotta say that doing this podcast has been so much fun. It's been fun. I'm enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. I mean, I thought I would enjoy it, but I'm like really enjoying it. Yeah. And it's nice to like view Supernatural again from this whole extra level. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Learn more about it on purpose and not just watch it and see what you pick up. You know, like, oh, we're going about this in a way of like, we're researching this more instead of yeah. just like, oh, we'll watch it a bunch of times and see what we yeah. find. You know? Also, it's given me like this new hobby. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like my, like the, like the hobby that I have, like, and I've had my whole life is reading. And that's kind of like not as interactive. You know what I mean? <laughs> not really a social hobby. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's really nice to have like this thing that I'm doing that I'm making. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. I, that's never happened to me before. It's so a it's creative really cool. in a way, but I mean, it, it, so my, <laughs> my creative skills are kind of lacking. Like Same. the whole artsy craftsy sort of stuff. Oh yeah. That's not I'm not me. so good at. Right. I can do like paint by numbers and like <laughs> coloring books. Right. <laughs> Puzzles just Whew. I mean, I can do them. Yeah. But I get frustrated. Oh. After what, you know? But like, it's kind of one of those things where you can kind of be creative a little bit. Mostly it's just us yammering. I know. We're doing that thing we like to do best, which is just like talk to each other about Supernatural. I know. What you guys don't know is that like before every episode, we just like BS with each other for like a good two hours and we're like we need to start this we need to start this I know but we want to talk about this but this doesn't necessarily need to be it doesn't tie in so we're going to talk about this I know we're <laughs> always like okay we're going to start early so we can do two episodes maybe three you know the amount and of then, times that this actually happened it's like happened twice like twice maybe, <laughs> yeah but we just like we get together and we start talking and we're just like you know that just means that we're actual friends I mean this is beyond true. supernatural <laughs> because I see you like at least once a week now and we still yeah. have so much to say to each other. Oh my gosh. Which life. is great. Yeah. Life happens. <laughs> exactly. So I'm really, really glad that we're doing this podcast. Yes. We're having a good time. I hope you guys are having a good time listening to us. Yes. And I just, I still want to apologize for those times where we laugh about like. Stupid poop humor. And <laughs> poop humor. And also just like. Poop humor. <laughs> poop humor. <laughs> and also just like the inappropriate, like. 12-year-old sexual things that we giggle about. Like, I'm sorry. There was one episode where we literally giggled for, like, half an hour about Sam freeing a hose. And I'm just, like, like I'm just, like, so embarrassed. Part of me was, like, we should edit, like, half of this out. I played it for Eric, and he was, like, dude, you should edit half of that out. And I'm, like, but... But we're charming. <laughs> I don't know if charming is the word. Charming probably isn't the right but word. But we sure had fun. So I hope it was fun for you guys, too. And not as eye-rolling. But, you know, whatevs. <laughs> so today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 22, called Devil's Trap. Uh, this is the last episode. We're pretty excited. Um, the way we recorded this, uh, we recorded the whole first season 
before we decided to put it out to the different sites. So just to make sure we weren't gonna like yeah, so, do weird go weird places with it. Yeah. So <laughs> if if you've emailed us and we haven't said anything about it, it's just because we haven't put it out there yet. But we will. So please email us. So we start where the last episode ended uh, with Dean calling John and Meg answering the phone. Meg tells him, you're never going to see your father again. And then she hangs up on him. Little snot. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Dean tells Sam, they've got dad. He doesn't tell him what she said, though, probably to keep him from too much worry. So for the first time, Dean looks totally overwhelmed and unsure of how to proceed. He is really wigging out at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've never seen him this like discombobulated I guess you know Uh, so he grabs the colt and starts packing up their motel room he tells Sam they've got to go Sam asks why and Dean says because the demon knows that we're in salvation it knows we've got the colt it's got dad it's probably coming for us next Sam says oh excuse me (laughs) Sam (laughs) Sam (laughs) it's a man (laughs) what what's that what's that movie something roger rabbit the roger rabbit movie oh i don't know why can't i think of the full name of that movie there's a cartoon where she sees a dude and she's like it's a man (laughs) i don't i don't know who framed roger rabbit that's it you've never seen that movie I mean, maybe, like, when I was a kid, but I don't okay. remember. Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's not my favorite movie. Um, but anywho, okay. So Sam says, good, we've still got three bullets left. Dean yells, listen, tough guy, we're not ready. We don't know how many of them are out there. We're no good to anybody dead. We're leaving now. We cut to Dean driving them the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> Sam says, I'm telling you, Dean, we could have taken him. Dean says they need a plan. They're keeping Dad alive, and Sam and Dean need to figure out where. They're going to want to trade John for the gun. But Sam shakes his head. No. He says, if that were true, why didn't Meg mention a trade? Dad, he might be. Dean says, don't. <laughs> don't even go there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sam says, I don't want to believe it any more than you, but if he is, all the more reason to kill this damn thing. We still have the colt. We can still finish the job. Dean yells, screw the job, Sam. Sam says, I'm just trying to do what dad would have wanted. He would want us to keep going. Dean says to quit talking about him like he's dead already. He says, listen to me. Everything stops until we get him back. You understand me? Everything. Sam looks like he does not agree. (laughs) He asks, Can you blame him? I know. He asks how they're supposed to find him, and Dean says they should go to Lincoln and check out the warehouse where John was meeting Meg. But Sam doesn't think the demons will have left a trail. Dean says that they need help. So we cut to the boys arriving at Singer's Auto Salvage. It's, it's Bobby's <laughs> a house. It is a junkyard, <laughs> and it's Bobby's house. We meet Bobby for the first time. Bobby! I know. We see Aww. an adorable... I like ju- him. I know. I love Bobby. I love Bobby. He's... Okay. Talk about... I think in the, the last episode, we were talking about, like, the characters that have pretty good one-liners. Oh, yeah. That's Bobby. That's Bobby. <laughs> He's yeah. got some pretty good ones. Right. He's just, like... A grumpy old git, but, you yeah, know, like, it's amazing. He's lovely, yeah. 
We see an adorable giant pupper chilling on top of a tow truck. Um, his name is, yeah, his name is Rumsfeld, and he's, he's darling. Uh, um, let's see. We meet Bobby Singer. He gives Dean two flasks. One is whiskey, and the other is holy water. They both hit the whiskey flask. I mean. <laughs> Dean says, Bobby, thanks for everything. To tell you the truth, I wasn't sure if we should come. Bobby says, nonsense. Your daddy needs help. Dean says, the last time we saw you, you did threaten to blast him full of buckshot. You cocked the shotgun and everything. Bobby says, yeah, well, what can I say? John has that effect on people. <laughs> Which I think is hilarious because, I don't know, I mean, I guess you kind of pick it up in later episodes, but, like, I didn't remember that that was a thing, you know, that they, like, mm-hmm. had a beef or whatever, you know? I think everyone we've met so far has, like, had a beef with John. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... John is a very specific personality. Right. Right. It's <laughs> not exactly easy to get along with. It's not like he comes over to like hang out just cuz you're friends. You know what no. I mean? He just he just wants something. Yeah. That's it. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um he says uh, John has that effect on people. None of that matters now. All that matters is that you get him back. Sam says, "Bobby, this book, I've never seen anything like it." Bobby says it's the key of Solomon and it's the real deal. Sam has been examining the book and has come across some illustrations of protective circles. Bobby tells him um, they really do work. You get a demon in one, they're trapped, powerless. It's like a satanic roach motel. I thought that was hilarious, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Bobby tells them that this is some serious crap they've stepped in. He says, normal year. stinky stuff. Yeah, you stepped in a stinky. (laughs) How you said that, though? <laughs> Let me... <laughs> you stepped in a stinky. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> he says, normal year, I hear, say, three demonic possessions, maybe four tops. This year, I heard of 27 so far. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> more and more demons are walking among us. A lot more. Sam asks him if he knows why, but Bobby says no, but it's got to be something big. He says, the storm's coming, and you boys, your daddy, you are smack in the middle of it. Uh, Bobby's dog starts barking, and when Bobby looks out the window, we see that he's not tied to the end of his chain anymore. I know, and we never see him again, so we can just assume that that adorable giant pupper died, and I'm sad. Or ran off. I hope he just ran off. Because here's the thing. If Rumsfeld is anything like my dog Gracie, mm-hmm. second he was released from that chain, gone. Right. Never seeing him again. He's on a road trip. <laughs> he's going places. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope I'm going to go with that option. I hope he's safe. Uh, then Meg busts into the house. She says, no more crap, okay? Dean tries to holy water her, but she makes him fly into the wall, knocking him out. Sam shoves Bobby behind him to protect him, which I thought was the sweetest thing ever. Did you notice that? When Meg comes in, Sam just, like, shoves Bobby behind him so he can protect him. You know, I didn't really notice that. Oh, I thought it was amazing. I've never noticed that before. Yeah. Uh, Meg says she wants the cult. Sam says they don't have it with them. They buried it. Meg says, didn't I say no more crap? I swear, after everything I heard about you, Winchesters, I've got to tell you, I'm a little underwhelmed. (laughs) First, Johnny tries to pawn off a fake gun, and then he leaves the real gun with you two chuckleheads. Lackluster, men. I need to use that word more, chuckleheads. Chuckleheads, yeah. (laughs) She says, I mean, did you really think I wouldn't find you? Dean comes up from behind her and says, actually, we were counting on it. 
Dean looks up above Meg's head and we see a devil's trap painted on the ceiling. Dean says, gotcha. And we get our opening title sequence. <laughs> a win for the Winchester boys. I know. <laughs> I think it's great that there's a way to like trap a demon. Mm-hmm. So we see Meg is tied to a chair under the devil's trap. She says, you know, if you wanted to tie me up, all you had to do is ask. <laughs> you little skank. <laughs> <laughs> she is. I love it. All that, all that straddling she did in that one episode. I may never get over it. <laughs> So Bobby comes into the room and says he salted all the doors and windows. So if there are any demons out there, they ain't getting inside. (laughs) Dean asks Meg where their father is. She says, you didn't ask very nice. Dean says, where's our father, bitch? (laughs) Where's our father, Meg? Yeah. Uh, Well, um, no. Oh, we're going to take this a step further. (laughs) Yeah. She says, geez, you kiss your mother with that mouth? Oh, I forgot. You don't. Well, that's a know, low blow. Listen, she's got the good one-liners, but like that's a little too low. Yeah, that's messed up. Um, Dean flips out and starts screaming in Meg's face, asking her what she did to her dad. She says he died screaming. I killed him myself. And Dean backhands her. Meg says that's kind of a turn on you hitting a girl. Dean says you're no girl. So <laughs> Bobby and Sam drag Dean away. And Bobby tells him that he's got to be careful with her and not to hurt her. Dean's like, why? Bobby says, because she really is a girl. She's possessed. That's a human possessed by a demon. Can't you tell? Because apparently you can tell the difference. Yeah, I don't don't think you can tell, Bobby. (laughs) Dean says, are you trying to tell me there's an innocent girl trapped somewhere in there? And Bobby nods yes. (laughs) All of a sudden, he's knight in shining armor, right? (laughs) Yeah, he is, right? Dean says, that's actually good news. Sam starts exercising her. While Dean questions her about where their dad is, she says, an exorcism. Are you serious? <laughs> Dean says, oh, we're going for it, baby. <laughs> Head spinning, projectile vomiting, the whole nine yards. <laughs> uh, she starts acting like the exorcism is painful. Dean tells her she's going to burn in hell unless she tells him where John is. Meg says he begged for his life with tears in his eyes. He begged to see his sons one last time. That's when I slit his throat. Mm-hmm. Sam continues. Uh, Dean says, for your sake, I hope you're lying, because if it's true, I swear to God, I will march into hell myself, and I will slaughter each and every one of you evil sons of bitches, so help me God. (laughs) Where is he? Meg says, you just won't take dead for an answer, will you? Uh, I mean, you know... (laughs) Nope. foreshadowing a little bit i was thinking that too it's like dean's gonna march into hell huh like oh really huh? i know i was like oh there's a plan uh, dean screams he's not dead he can't be and sam keeps reading the exorcism and meg's chair starts jerking around inside the devil's trap circle <laughs> the chair scootin' boogie <laughs> Chair scooting, chair scooting, boogie. I don't know the rest of it. Let's go. I totally used to know that line dance, though. You know, I've never known the line dance. I've known the song since I was about two. (laughs) When I played, um, when I played volleyball in high school, my uh, my coach, instead of doing like a cool down run or jog or whatever at the end of practice, she would make us do line dances. That's amazing. Um, it was amazing. It was it was so much fun. I would love to have that coach. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. What was not a lot of fun is like the football team watching <laughs> every day on their way out from practice. That was not fun. Hey, listen, it's better than what our coach did for volleyball. She had us run 
so there's this big hill that the buses would go down to leave the bus loading zone. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, posts kind of, like, um, plotted. I don't know. I would guess they are probably, like, 15 yards apart or so. And we'd have to, like, run to the first one and then run back or run back to or to the starting point and then we'd run to the second one and then we'd run back to the first one and then we'd run to the third one and we'd run back to the second one all the way up and down the hill or all the way up the hill and then we'd have to like run back down and then start the whole thing all over again that was the worst that sounds awful. that was our you know oh this is a warm-up yeah (laughs) screw that terrible yeah my coach was pretty cool now that i think about i mean she was she was hard on us oh yeah she was really hard on us but like that was so, but she also did really cool things. Like she would hire people to come do those like magnet massages. Huh? I don't really know. Hmm. They were like massages that had magnets involved. I mean, I mean, I don't really know. All I could, I mean, I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm getting a massage. I don't care <laughs> if it's with magnets or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? But she would do cool stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I really, really liked the coach. She mm-hmm. was pretty awesome. The, the hill runs were terrible. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not, I You know what? I hate running. I am not a fan of running. Oh, I hate it so much. I would much rather swim a mile than run one. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, folks, like, swimming a mile takes... Okay, so last time I swam a mile, it took about... Mm, I want to say it was, like... 56 minutes or something Mm -hmm. like that to swim a mile, which, and that's going at a pretty decent pace. Running a mile should take you maybe like 12, you know? Yeah, (laughs) totally. But I would much rather do the swimming than the running because running is horrendous. I just can't do it. Uh Uh-uh. I just, I look and feel like I'm dying. I'd much rather take way more time to do the same amount of distance than (laughs) and do swimming. Plus, I mean, swimming is a full body workout instead of just like, you know, running is actually not very good for you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's that, but anyways. (laughs) So Meg says he's not dead, but he will be after what we do to him. She says he's in a building in Jefferson City, but she doesn't know the address. Sam asks her where the demon they're looking for is, and she says she swears she doesn't know. She says, that's everything. That's all I know. Dean tells Sam to finish it. Sam says that they can still use her to find out where the demon is. Dean says she doesn't know, and there's an innocent girl trapped somewhere inside Meg, and they've got to help her. (laughs) And her. Yeah, but Bobby (laughs) says, you're going to kill her. You said she fell from a building. That girl's body is broken. The only thing keeping her alive is that demon inside. You exercise it, the girl's going to die. Dean says, listen to me, both of you. We're not going to leave her like that. Bobby says, she is a human being. And Dean says, and we're going to put her out of her misery. Sam, finish it. So Sam does. And we see black demon smoke fly out of her mouth and disappear. A lot of it, too. Yeah. Most, okay, like, this isn't really giving anything away. But Mm -hmm. most of the time when you see a demon smoking out, it's like... A little like poof, you know. Like, I mean, more than a really. poof, but it's this more is than a excessive. Puff, but this is like excessive smoke out. Like, yeah, that's one big bad, you know. Yeah, like, totally. <laughs> it really is. Um, Meg, the human, is still alive and bleeding from the mouth. She says, "Thank you." Um, so they untie her and lay her on the ground where she yelps in pain. I mean, uh, yeah, you got dropped yeah, off a building. Yeah, and Bobby goes to call the police. Um, she so that she can get taken to the hospital. Um, she says, a year. It's been a year. I've been awake for some of it. I couldn't move my own body. The things I did, it's a nightmare. Dean asks if Meg um, 
the well cuz her name's not Meg though that was No the... no no sorry her name actually is Meg Masters the demon is just took her name I th- Oh yeah she's like a real girl named Meg Masters cuz if you remember in another episode Sam like lift her up Huh and they found that she was she was from like Massachusetts and all that Oh yeah yeah So she was just going by that name For some reason I thought that her name wasn't Meg Yeah I don't and it's not I true for why. it's not true for every demon Yeah no 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 like, but yeah, usually she they've just, got like the demon's got a name or whatever yeah. and then the person does mm-hmm. Yeah So uh, Meg the demon uh, was telling the truth about their dad um, Okay Dean asks if Meg the demon was telling the truth about their dad and Meg says yes uh, but it wants you to know that they want you to come for him Dean says if dad's still alive then none of that matters Sam asks her where the demon they're looking for is and she says not there other ones awful ones Dean asks her where their dad is and she says by the river sunrise then she dies Sam Aww. and I know Sam, Dean, and Bobby all look like they feel just fucking awful. Well, yeah, but also at the same time, like it's kind of a relief, you know, like because you can tell she's just relieved by the whole thing. She's like, I would rather die yeah. than be possessed by this thing, right. you know, like. Thank you for just putting me out of my misery. Yeah, you know? but they've gone this whole time, maybe not Bobby, but Sam and Dean have gone this whole time just thinking, like, these horrible things about this evil girl. Mm-hmm. They never, ever thought that it was an actual innocent girl in there, and you can yeah. tell they they just regret that. Yeah. Um, Bobby says that the boys need to leave before the paramedics get there. Dean wants to know what Bobby's going to tell them, and he says, you think you guys invented lying to the cops? <laughs> Go, Bobby. <laughs> I'll figure something out. <laughs> Then he gives Sam uh, that giant book and says Sam might need it. Dean thanks Bobby for everything, and Bobby says, just go find your dad, and when you do, you bring him around, would you? I won't even try to shoot him this time. <laughs> I love Bobby. But maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> this I mean, time. I mean, not right away. <laughs> maybe so, a little later. We cut to Sam and Dean preparing to go find their dad. Sam is looking at the book Bobby gave him. He grabs a white pen and starts drawing a symbol on baby's trunk. Dean freaks out and is like, dude, what are you drawing on my car? <laughs> Why are you drawing? <laughs> I know. You're rooting her. <laughs> Sam says, it's called a devil's trap. Demons can't get through it or inside it. It basically turns the trunk into a lockbox. So we have a place to hide the cult while we go get dad. I mean, he's pretty genius. It really is. Dean's like, what are you talking about? We're bringing the cult with us. But Sam says they can't. They've only got three bullets left, and they can't just use them on any demon. They've got to use them on the demon. Dean's like, no, we have to save dad, and we're going to need all the help we can get. Sam says, you know how pissed dad would be if we used all the bullets? (laughs) Dean, he wouldn't want us to bring the gun. Dean says, I don't care, Sam. I don't care what dad wants. Since when do you care what dad wants? (laughs) Sam says, we want to kill this demon. You used to want that too. Hell, you're the one who came and got me at school. You're the one who dragged me back into this. I'm just trying to finish it. Dean says, well, you and dad are a lot more alike than I thought. You both can't wait to sacrifice yourself for this thing. (laughs) But you know what? I'm going to be the one to bury you. You're selfish. You know that? You don't care about anything but revenge. Sam says that that's not true. That he wants dad back, but the demons are expecting them to bring the cult. If they get it, they'll kill them all. The cult is their only leverage. Dean agrees to leave the gun and baby. And we cut to Jefferson, Missouri. He's <clears> reason. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if he does. I, it kind of I mean, looks like he's just trying to appease Sam. Yeah, but I think he kind of knows, too, that, like, okay, I guess you can. Yeah, it, it all makes sense. <laughs> but, like, Dean, all he cares about is getting their dad back. Like, that's it. Yeah. And Sam, all Sam cares about is getting this demon. 
you know. So uh, we cut to Jefferson, Missouri. They're walking down the street next to a river. And Dean says he knows what Meg meant when she said sunrise. They see a building with a sign that says sunrise apartments. Uh, there's a bunch of people, including kids, hanging out front. Dean says, that's pretty smart. If these demons can possess people, they can possess almost anybody inside. Sam says, yeah, and make anybody attack us. Dean says, and so we can't kill them. A building full of human shields. Sam says, they probably know exactly what we look like, too. And they could look like anybody. Dean says, this sucks out loud. <laughs> <laughs> you can just hear the, like, dramatic, ugh. I know. You know? Why? <laughs> Sam wants to know how they're going to get in. And Dean says, they'll pull the fire alarm and get all the civilians out. Um, Sam says, the city will respond in seven minutes. And Dean says, seven minutes exactly. It's interesting that they know that. They've probably done this before. I know. I kind of like that. So Sam goes inside the apartment building and pulls the fire alarm. We see two demons possessing humans sitting at a table in one of the rooms. Uh, They hear the alarm go off. One of them goes into a bedroom, and we see Daddy Winchester unconscious and tied to a bed. We cut back to outside. Dean goes up to a firefighter and says, hey, what's happening? Is it a fire? I got a Yorkie upstairs and he pees when he's nervous. <laughs> I, I just love the face, too. The, he pees when he's nervous. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, ha, 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 I'm sheepish about this. Yeah. <laughs> right? So while Dean is distracting this fireman, Sam sneaks over to the fire truck and lock, pick a, lock picks open a compartment. <laughs> lock pickers. <laughs> he's, a, he's a lock picker. <laughs> Sorry. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh, He opens a compartment to steal some firemen clothes. So we cut to them dressed like firemen and EMFing outside the apartment rooms. Dean tells Sam that he always wanted to be a fireman when he grew up. (laughs) That's kind of cute. I mean, I don't exactly not love the whole idea of the fireman thing with them because it just fits my know? brain just went to like the fireman calendars <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah i was like that would be cool <laughs> it's like you know okay somebody should make a supernatural calendar with like the boys in all of their outfits from the different you know even just like one per season. I think that'd be great because oh, you get yeah. a few years of calendars, right? So, like, the boys in their little, um, and it doesn't have to be, like, straight from this, from the actual episodes or what was cut, but, like, the one with the outtake that they were in their, like, priest uniform. Oh, right. And, Without like, sleeves. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, the fireman outfits and just, like, all of their different outfits. That you was know, a like, great idea. Costumes. Like, I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah. It'd be so good. We should put that on our Facebook thing. Just I know. Just like a, a bunch of pictures yeah. of their outfits. That'll be a post we'll do. Yeah. Just like, have, this is our favorite outfits from season one. And yeah. Like, this is our favorite outfits from season two. I'm going to write that down we so we actually that do that. That's a great idea. <laughs> favorite outfits from each season. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> On Facebook page, because if I don't write that, I'm not going to know what I was talking about. Right. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so they find the room uh, the demons are in with the help of their EMF reader. They knock on the door and yell, this is the fire department. We need you to evacuate. The demons open the door and they all start fighting. <laughs> their fire extinguisher packs are filled with holy water, which I thought was pretty cool. Genius. Yeah. They're taking one out of Daddy Winchester's book. <laughs> yeah. 
Sam and Dean manage to shove the demons inside another room and salt the floor so they can't come back through. They find their dad but can't wake him up. So Dean starts untying him, but Sam's like, wait, he could totally be possessed. He says they've got to be sure and sprinkles holy water on John, but nothing happens except that he wakes up. (laughs) I mean, like, dude, why are you sprinkling me? (laughs) Yeah. John says they've been drugging him and asks them where the cold is. Sam tells him it's safe. Outside the apartment, we see a group of bystanders. One of them gets possessed and his eyes turn black. He walks past a firefighter who tries to stop him, but then the firefighter gets possessed. (laughs) One after another. (laughs) I know. So then they bust into the room where the Winchesters are and stop chopping down the bedroom door with an axe, totally shining style. (laughs) (laughs) Also, yes. (laughs) The Winchesters leave through the fire escape and then Sam gets tackled by a demon. Sam is getting his ass kicked when Dean shoots the demon in the head with the cult, and he dies. Can I just say, I mean, Sammy's getting really beat up, but, like, I hate seeing the boys get beaten up. It's really hard. Especially when their faces get all bloody. Oh, yeah. And Sam's face gets, like, swollen, kind of, like, around his eye immediately. Yeah, like, they get the black eyes and the split lips, and they're just bleeding everywhere. Like, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like seeing people get beaten up. Well, like, I don't either. <laughs> I don't, well, no, here's, like, I don't understand how people, okay, like, hockey is, like, the only time where I think it's kind of, like, interesting at first that mm-hmm. they, like, fight over the stupidest things, but then once they really get going with it, like, I don't like it anymore. I don't like it. I don't even like watching, like, wrestling. Yeah, well, like, wrestling, And that's not okay. even real. That's, I mean, like, it's not even real. Yeah, no, well, I, I mean, if I, you're talking I about, like, like the... W yeah that's what I'm talking about yeah 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 whatever it is the WWF yeah, I don't right? know e no World Wildlife Fund that's it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a little different WWE I I have no idea W-W-W? that's how much W-W? I don't watch it dot wrestling dot com net org I don't know edu Canada what. Okay. But yeah, like, I don't know. It just, it bothers me. Like, how do people watch, like, the MMA fighting where people are just literally bloodying each other for fun? Yeah, you know? I can't like, watch that either. It drives, like, it drives me nuts. Like, how, can, I can't even look at it. I can't watch it. Me mm-hmm. just, like, hearing it, I'm like, oh, you know? Like, yeah, no, I'm the same why? way. It, it, it really upsets me. But especially when the boys get beaten up, I'm like, I don't like this. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, Sam is getting his ass handed to him here, oh, too. Yeah. It's like, it's happening too fast for him to even react. He's just yeah. stupefied, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So um, we cut to the Winchesters hiding in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Sam is laying salt down against the windows and doors. He asks Dean how John's doing, and Dean says he just needs a little bit of rest. That's all. Uh, how are you? And Sam says that he'll survive. Then Sam says, you saved my life back there. Dean says, so I guess you're glad I brought the gun, huh? Sam says, man, I'm trying to thank you here. Dean says, you're welcome. Hey, Sam, you know that guy I shot? There was a person in there. Sam says, you didn't have a choice, Dean. And Dean says, I know, that's not what bothers me. Killing that guy, killing Meg, I didn't hesitate. I didn't even flinch. For you or dad, the things I'm willing to do or kill, it just, it scares me sometimes. Which, you know, valid fear. Absolutely. But also, like, what else was going to happen? Yeah, what could you really do? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's not great, but that's the situation. But this is Dean, like, actually realizing, like, the extent that he'll go to to for his family, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, John comes into the room and says, it shouldn't. You did good. 
Dean asks, you're not mad? And John's like, for what? And Dean says, using a bullet. But John says, mad? I'm proud of you. You know, Sam and I, we can get pretty obsessed. But you, you watch out for this family. You always have. Sam and Dean both look pretty surprised. <laughs> They're like, um. <laughs> What's happening? What? <laughs> yeah. Then the lights start flickering. John looks out the window and says, it found us. It's here. He tells Sam to line the windows and doors with salt, but Sam says he already did. John tells him to check again. He asks Dean if he's got the cult, and he says yes. John says, give it to me. Mm. Dean says, Sam tried to shoot the demon in Salvation, and it vanished. John says, this is me. I won't miss. Now, the gun. Hurry. Dean pulls out the gun, but hesitates. John says, give me the gun. What are you doing? Dean says, you'd be furious. (laughs) Good boy. (laughs) Yeah, that I wasted a bullet. He wouldn't be proud of me. He'd tear me a new one. Then he raises the colt and points it at John. He says, you're not my dad. John says, Dean, it's me. And Dean says, I know my dad better than anyone, and you ain't him. John says, what the hell's gotten into you? Dean says, I could ask you the same thing. Stay back. Sam walks back into the room and is like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Don't think that's Daddy Winchester. Yeah. John says, your brother's lost his mind. (laughs) Dean tells Sam, he's not dad. I think he's possessed. I think he's been possessed since we rescued him. John's like, don't listen to him, Sammy. But Sam asks Dean how he knows. Dean says, he's different. John says, we don't have time for this. Sam, if you want to kill this demon, you've got to trust me. But Sammy says no and walks over to stand beside Dean. And you can tell he's not completely sure, but he's like, I want to be on the safe side. You yeah, know, he's just like, in case. he's like, I'm going to trust my brother. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he necessarily, like, for sure believes him. He's just kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm going to bide my time. Yeah, <laughs> totally. John says, fine, you're both so sure. Go ahead, kill me. Dean can't, though. John says, I thought so. And his eyes go yellow. Then <laughs> yellow eyes, yellow eyes, run away! I know. Then yellow eyes, mind slam Sam and Dean against opposite walls, and Dean drops the cult. That's what I call it now, mind slams. <laughs> I'm good with it. There, there's no more of that invisible force. It's all a mind slam. So, it sounds way cooler. That I know. Way. It's shorter to write too. <laughs> so yellow eyes picks the gun up and says, "What a pain in the ass this thing's been." Sam says, it's you, isn't it? We've been looking for you for a long time. Yellow Eyes says, well, you found me. Cocky son of a gun. Right? <laughs> Sam says, but the holy water. And Yellow Eyes says, you think something like that works? Oh, sorry. Yellow Eyes says, you think something like that works on something like me? Sam says, I'm going to kill you. And Yellow Eyes says, oh, that would be a neat trick. <laughs> In fact, here, he sets the gun down on the counter and says, make the gun float to you there, psychic boy. <laughs> well, this is fun. I could have killed you a hundred times today, but this, this is worth the wait. Your dad, he's in here with me, trapped inside his own meat suit. He says hi, by the way. He's going to tear you apart. He's going to taste the iron in your blood. <laughs> Dean says, let him go, or I swear to God. Yellow Eye says, what? What are you and God going to (laughs) do? You see, as far as I'm concerned, this is justice. You know that little exorcism of yours? That was my daughter. The one in the alley? That was my boy. You understand. What, you think you're the only one who can have a family? You destroyed my children. How would you feel if I killed your family? Oh, that's right. I forgot. (laughs) I did. You know, (laughs) too soon, dude. Too soon. It's all too soon. (laughs) Like... He says, uh, still, two wrongs don't make a right. 
Sam says, you son of a bitch. I want to know why. Uh, I'm pretty sure Dean says, you son of a bitch. Okay, so <laughs> Dean says, you son of a bitch. And Sam says, I want to know why. Why did you do it? And Yellow Eyes says, you mean, why did I kill Mommy and Pretty Little Jess? To Dean, he says, you know, I never told you this, but Sam was going to ask her to marry him. Been shopping for rings and everything. Then to Sam, oh. I know. Oh, no. I can't handle it. I can't either. <sighs> Stupid feels. Why do they got to do that in the last, the last, the last, in the last episode? Oh, my. Woo. <laughs> I'm back to that season. firefighter calendar. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> always the last episode of every season is the most, like, it's usually the most just, like, everything sucks. Yeah. And it's dramatic and there's all of the feels and it's just stupid. <laughs> you need you need that for the last episode. I mean it's true. It's your big emotional payday. You know? <laughs> or withdrawal. <laughs> yeah. It's all of it. Um then to Sam he says, You wanna know why? Because they got in the way. Sam's like, in the way of what? And Yellow Eyes says, My plans for you, Sammy. You and all the children like you. Dean says, listen, you mind just getting this over with? Because I really can't stand the monologuing. Yellow Eyes says, funny, but that's all part of your MO, isn't it? Mask all that nasty pain. Mask the truth. Dean says, oh yeah, what's that? Yellow Eyes says, you know, you fight, you fight for this family, but the truth is they don't need you. Not like you need them. Sam, he's clearly John's favorite. I'm just going to say, I called it. I mean, Sam is totally John's favorite. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know I if that's think, true or not. I mean, I don't demons know if lie. That's true or not? I mean, they usually kind of like take hints of the truth and twist it, right? Right. But like, I think I don't know. I think for now, Sammy might be the favorite. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's hard to it tell. It doesn't mean that John wouldn't die for Dean. Oh no, 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 no! I mean, obviously he loves both of his kids, right? But, you know. So. um... He says, Sam, he's clearly John's favorite. Even when they fight, it's more concern than he's ever shown you. Dean says, I bet you're real proud of your kids, too, huh? Oh, wait. I forgot. I wasted them. <laughs> Two can play at this game, yeah. sir. <laughs> Yellow Eyes starts cutting up Dean's body with mind power. No! That is rough to see. That's another, like, I can't handle it when they get, like, yeah. beaten up, mutilated, whatever. I can't. I can't do it. It's bad. It really affected me no. <laughs> more than I thought it would. <laughs> no! Yeah. Dean says, Dad, don't you let it kill me. Blood is pouring down his body, and Dean finally slumps over. Then John's eyes go back to their normal color, and he says, Stop. Stop it. Sam is suddenly free, and he grabs the colt and points it at John. Yellow Eyes says, You kill me, you kill Daddy. And Sam says, I know, and then he shoots Yellow Eyes in the leg. He falls over, and Dean's body falls to the ground also. Dean is awake again, and Sam's like, oh, God, you've lost a lot of blood. Mm. But, but Dean makes him go check on their dad. John screams, Sammy, it's still alive. It's inside me. I can feel it. You shoot me. You shoot me in the heart, son. Do it now. Dean starts saying, Sam, don't you do it. <laughs> don't you do it. The angel and the demon on the shoulder, right? (laughs) That's exactly right. John says, you got to hurry. I can't hold on to it much longer. You shoot me, son. Shoot me. Son, I'm begging you. We can end this here and now. Sammy, you kill me. But Sammy can't. Of course. I mean, to be fair, who would be able to really do that, right? Right, exactly. Yellow eyes um, 
yellow eyes, demon smokes out of John's mouth, and the smoke flies down through the floorboards. Also another mass amount of demon smoke. It's a lot. (laughs) John looks so pissed and disappointed in Sam. But also, like, dude, you're alive. Get over it. He doesn't care. (laughs) And I think this is the point where, because Sam was willing to, like, do whatever it takes to kill the demon. Mm -hmm. And you see here that actually he does care more about his family being alive than he cares, and himself being alive, I think, than killing the demon. He realizes it's more important that they're alive. Yeah, he cares more about the other family members being Mm -hmm. alive than him. Maybe, yeah. You know, like, if it was him, he probably would have just, like, you know... He probably would have said the same thing, but, like, I think that's kind of where Daddy Winchester and Sam are pretty similar, like, they're both willing to sacrifice themselves, but But they're not willing to actually, like, John wouldn't have been able to kill either of his sons if he was pissed that they were possessed. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way. Um, we cut to all the Winchesters and baby. Sam is driving. He tells Dean to hold on. The hospital is only ten minutes away. John says, I'm surprised at you, Sammy. Why didn't you kill it? I thought we saw eye to eye on this. Killing this demon comes first, before me, before everything. Sam says, no, sir, not before everything. Look, we still got the cult. We still have one bullet left. We just have to start over, all right? We already found the demon once. And then the car gets T-boned by a semi-truck. Ugh! That was shocking. Yeah. Sam is just, like, talking, like, normal. And all of a sudden, this big crash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We cut to the driver of the semi-truck. He's just, like, stoically sitting there, and his eyes are demon black. (laughs) Like, all creepy-like sitting there. It is very creepy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, In Baby, all three of our boys are bleeding and unconscious. (laughs) And credits. What a terrible way to end a season. Uh, I mean, it's a good way. Yeah. But still, it was way to leave us hanging. Yeah, I was, I was really like, I thought like the big, you know, f- I thought the big emotional whatever finale was going to be, you know, Sam not being able to kill their dad. But, yeah. but then we get this extra little scene where like, oh, shit. I mean, are they all dead? They're all just like unconscious. And there was no build up to it either. That was the thing yeah. is it was just like all of a sudden. And you're like, Dean is already so fucked up and like barely holding on. Yeah. And then like, and you see a crazy amount of blood on Sam's face where mm-hmm. before he was, you know, it's just a little puffy eyed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's upsetting. It's upsetting. Tell me you oh. have some thoughts. Oh, I have thoughts. <laughs> okay, good. I need them. <laughs> so first of all, Bobby, He's my favorite grumpy nerd. <laughs> yeah, he is. Bobby's the best. I love Bobby. Uh, oh, Bobby. <laughs> when we were when we went to the last Supernatural convention, was it the last one? I think it was last year. So two yeah, he two was, conventions ago. Yeah. Um, the actor who plays Bobby was there, and during the they always do a karaoke <laughs> a karaoke night where most of the actors who are at the convention, with the exception of um, Jensen, Jensen and, Jared, and Jared, unfortunately, yeah, and Misha and Misha. Yeah. Sometimes they show up at other conventions. I know that they usually show, or that Jensen usually shows up at like the Vegas one. Yeah. Which is man, I would love to go to that. We need to go to the Vegas one for real. <laughs> so anyway. Anyways, um, but, but, um, what's the actor's name? Oh, Jim Beaver is the actor who plays Bobby Singer. And Mm -hmm. he, like, was out there just dancing around and singing Taylor Swift. Singing (laughs) Taylor Swift song. He was, like, singing the words, but also just looked totally, like, horrified by, like, the state of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was so funny because I remember him vaguely saying, like, listen, the only reason that I know this song is because I have a teenage daughter. Right, (laughs) right. Yeah. That's it. And it's so funny because, like, he, you know, he's, 
I think he's genu- genuinely a sweet guy. Like, he oh, seems yeah. pretty awesome. I would want to be friends with Jim Beaver. Yeah, oh, totally. But he's still kind of like Bobby at the same sense, you know? Just like, a little. He's a little bit, like, old-fashioned and grumpy, which I think is just endearing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love him for it. Yeah, do you follow him on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. pretty great. Yeah, he's, he's funny. Um... And he's one of the ones that, like, you know, he's a pretty popular dude. Oh, yeah. Like, he's been in other things other than Supernatural. Oh, yeah. But, like, he still, I think it's pretty cool that he still kind of takes the time to, like, respond to people. Because, like, if they, like, comment on one of his posts or something, he'll, like, Mm -hmm. try and respond to a few people here and there. You know, because obviously he can't respond to everybody because it's just way too much. Yeah. But he'll, like, actually, you know. He'll take the time and respond to a few. Yeah, especially, Mm -hmm. like, the first ones or people asking questions. Sometimes he does. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So he must, like, at least read most of them, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, kind of cool because, I mean, not many would do that. They'd just post something and then ignore it, you know. Yeah, totally. (laughs) But... Yeah, so, I don't know. I like him. He's a good grumpy nerd. Me too, yeah. <laughs> um, also, another thought, where do you get those huge, like, tin, aluminum, whatever they are, things of salt? Oh, I don't know. There must be. I've never seen one of those before. Like, I've been to Cash and Carry a few times, and I have not seen a thing of salt that big I don't before. know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've seen, like, There's gotta be. with it. But... I, I don't know what kind of place would have that, to be honest with you. I mean, you would think someplace like Cash and Carry, right? I'll ask like, around. <laughs> Maybe Costco's got a thing. I mean, you never know. I don't know. I haven't, you know, I haven't really paid attention when I've yeah. been in Costco, but I don't go frequently yeah. enough to know those things. Huh. Maybe it's salt for, like, when you, like, for when it snows and it's icy. Like rock salt? But yeah. it doesn't look like that, though. That's a thing. It doesn't. It just looks like table salt. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. Just a random thought yeah. that's been buzzing around in there yeah, somewhere. I, thought, I, I had that thought, too. I was like, <laughs> like I've never seen that available. Because at first I was like, is that gasoline? Yeah. No, Cause it, cause exactly. Because it, it looked like gasoline. Yeah. But nope. Mm-mm. Yep. Yeah. I thought it was some sort of, like, oil or something, mm-hmm. at least, you know. Yeah. Not salt. But anyways, it is what it is. And also, the last little mind bender here. Mm-hmm. Do you think Dean would have shot Daddy Winchester if he told him to? No, I don't at all. I think, I don't think so. Not at all. I Dean was so concerned. Dean didn't care about anything except for finding his dad. This is true. I mean, I don't necessarily think he would have, but just for the fact, because he does kind of just like blindly follow Daddy Winchester, yeah. I think there's a chance. I think he would have thought about it, but in the end, I don't think he would have done it. Be- yeah. And we do see him, like, standing up against his dad's orders more and more in these last couple episodes. This is true. You know? So yeah. I don't think that he would have. I think yeah. he's going to do everything in his capabilities to keep his dad and Sam alive. Yeah. I mean, which, you know, they're family, so yeah. I would expect that. I just, it's kind of like one of those, I wonder if it would have been different at all, or if it wouldn't have mattered who it was, and they just wouldn't have done it, or, right. you know. Yeah, I don't think any I don't think any of them would have been able to shoot any of them. Oh, probably not. I mean themselves, that's one thing. That is, yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to jump off this building to kill this thing or yeah. whatever, you know, but like as far as I don't know. know if Dean would sacrifice himself at this point. Probably not. Yeah, but John and Sam. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you on that. They're yeah. a little more um what's the word that I'm looking for? Like 
They're a little more Martyr. willing to, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a little more martyry. Than- martyry. <laughs> I'm feeling martyry. <laughs> feeling martyry today. What can I do for that? Yeah. <laughs> Man. So, so at any rate, favorite moments. What was oh, yours? Oh, why am I never ready for this question? <laughs> I'm really, really never ready. Um, fuck. <laughs> you want me to go first? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. So my favorite moment was um, when Dean, you know, I always seem to pick the random, like, just kind of funny moments. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's kind of what makes the show. So I think oh, that's yeah. probably why they're my favorite moments. Mm-hmm. Um but my favorite one from this episode was when Dean was like, I got a Yorkie upstairs and he pees when he's nervous. You know, he's just kind of like, <laughs> that is I'm pretty embarrassed good. about this, but this is a thing, you know, and yeah. like clearly acting about it. But it was, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think that was my favorite. <laughs> I think my, the moment that upset me the most, so I'm going to call it my favorite. Because <laughs> it moved me the most. It made me feel the most feelings. Um, was, was when Dean was... Um, against the wall with um mind power (laughs) i didn't say it right i can't remember how i said it now damn it um when he was stuck against the wall and yellow eyes was like cutting him up with his with his invisible force (laughs) you liked when i didn't no i didn't like it but it upset me so much that it just it just really sticks out i really liked the way that jensen acted out that scene you know what i mean and he's like, yelling at his dad, like, don't you let it kill me. Yeah. You know, and it was a strong enough emotion that John was able to, like, break free of the demon's hold. You like desperation, Dean. I love desperation, Dean. (laughs) (sighs) I love it. And it was just, it was just, it was upsetting as fuck. I mean, like, blood is, like, pouring out of him, and... See, that, to me, is not my... Wouldn't be my favorite, because, like, the anxious moments for me are, like, my least favorite, because I oh, don't yeah. like feeling that, you know? Well, it's not like I like to see that happen, but it was just powerful. Yeah. You know, it's just a powerful moment for me. Yeah. So, you know, and Sam is screaming in the background, you know? <laughs> no! Yeah. It was just... I, I, I thought it was acted very well. Yeah. Like, I yeah, I did think it was really, it, it was done very well. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, I would not say that was my favorite. Your so reaction on a happier thing on a happier side. Yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. I go for it. Um, I on a happier note, I loved meeting Bobby and just seeing like his relationship with like John is not so good, but he's still like. He's still, like, helping the boys help their dad. You know what I mean? And he's Mm -hmm. like, you need your dad. I'm going to help you with this. And you bring him back, and I'm going to not even shoot him this time. We'll we'll be cool. It was just just so nice to see, you know? Yeah, it's probably, if I had to pick another favorite, it would be being introduced to Bobby. Yeah. Because I love that character so much. Yeah. Like, other than the boys and, like, a couple other characters, Mm -hmm. like... He's one of my favorites. Bobby is definitely one of mm-hmm. my favorites. He's like probably top five. Oh yeah, absolutely At top least, five. Yeah, you know? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, <laughs> there's not a lot of room in that top five. There isn't. You know, it's a hard. My top three are like going to be your three main characters starting season four. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, and then you got Bobby. That gives you room for one more, and I don't even know what I'm doing with that spot. You know, I think. Just be, well, I think I've got, I don't even think I could narrow it down to top five. I think there needs to be like a top six for me. Really? 
I can't even think of who my next one would be. I gotta really think about it. I I think someone who's also very snarky mm-hmm. would be my number five, mm-hmm. and then um, they're two very snarky people. Okay, that are my five and six, I think. Okay, but. It's just because of the one-liners, honestly, yeah. and, like, the characters themselves are, you know, okay. Right. Like, I mean, they've got good plot lines and everything, but, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the sass that just calls to me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the amount of sass and snark. <laughs> but anyways, so our interesting facts from this episode, um, the first one is Bobby Singer, who's the friend of the family that, you know, we were just talking about. Um, he, it's a reference to executive producer Robert Singer. Mm, that's right. So. That's right. They named him after him. Yeah. And I think there's an outtake at some point where it was like, who would name the uh, character? Oh, I think that's in, in I think, that? I think that's in the episode, The French Mistake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was like. Who in the world would, like, mm-hmm. name a character after themselves, you know? Well, I think in one of is, well, we'll get there, I think, in your interesting facts. I have more to say about it. <laughs> keep going. Okay. Sorry. Um, so, this is the highest rated episode in season one, which that makes I sense. can understand. Yeah. Because the finales are usually the most, like, emotional slash, like, just Action so much pack. stuff happens, yeah. you know? Um... So Meg demands that John brings the cult to a warehouse in Lincoln at the corner of Wabash and Lake. Um, that's also the address given by Morpheus to Neo. Neo in the Matrix as the location of the phone he can use to dial out of the Matrix and return to his consciousness in the real world. Oh, I didn't. I didn't really. I don't remember. I mean, I remember those movies, but I don't remember things like names of streets and stuff. Have you seen those movies? I don't know. Oh wow, uh, those are those I, are pretty good ones. That's one of those references that just went right over my head. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have got that one either because I don't remember that. Those are some those are some good movies. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of movies that I still have yeah. to watch. That's okay. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get we there. were talking earlier today that there's like we need to like watch five ten movies. Did we go with ten like? Five of my movies, five of your movies, like once a year together. We so. need to or, watch. No, no, no. It was five horror movies. Mm-hmm. And then Phantom of the Opera 1 and 2. Right, right. Yeah, that we need to watch together once a year. Yeah. Just to keep it fresh. Yeah. (laughs) These are the things that we need to watch. Right. You know, like, I would say The Exorcist could be on that list, but also at the same time, I don't want to, you know, like... I'm fine with that, It's kind of one of the, like, not that it, like, was scary or it creeped me out or anything. It's just, like, a little too cheesy slash, like... Vulgar. Yeah. There was a lot of vulgar. Yeah. It, it, well, I don't mind. I don't mind vulgar things, honestly. Like, Some of I it can, doesn't bother me. I can be vulgar, but I got a problem with it. It's supposed like the to continuous, a, you know, and, like, and where it doesn't give you a break, And really. that it's a young girl yeah. doing all of that was a little rough for me. I mean, it's yeah. supposed to affect you like that, though. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's the point of it. It's supposed to be hard. Well, like, I don't think I could watch that over and over yeah. again. You know? Yeah, agreed. I would start to, like, not like it at all, Yeah, I think, if I watched it over and over again. So. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I need to, like, actually watch it when I'm not sleeping, though, because there's definitely <laughs> stuff that I, I don't remember and yeah. that I missed the second time around, so I do need yeah. to see it again. But, you did yeah. fall asleep a few times. <laughs> I, yeah, I slept the rest of it. <laughs> I almost fell asleep a few times. I mean, there was a couple times where I was like, whoa, you know, and, like, 
I don't think I was out for long, but I did realize that, like, I kind of, like, did the, you know, like, yeah, I'm yeah. awake, you know, it's fine. Totally. <laughs> like, a louder sound happened or whatever, but anyways. Um, so, next interesting fact, uh, Bobby Singer was only supposed to appear in this episode, which mm. is kind of a spoiler, I guess. Yeah. He's in more episodes, That's guys, okay. That's, that's what I, I was going to say. Not, yeah. They, they named him after the was, his executive producer. Um, is that right? That very first interesting fact? Or maybe the second one. Producer, yeah. Um, because he, they and they were like, "Oh, it's fine. We'll we'll name him after this because he was only supposed to be in one episode, so mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be like, oh, we named this huge character after one of us.' Yeah, you know what I mean. So. And then he stuck around. Yeah, well, and then fans loved him so much. So. I mean, how can you not love Bobby? He's like the grumpy old guy that you just can't help but like identify with sometimes. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. This grumpy old guy is me, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's me. I love Bobby. <laughs> I know, I love Bobby. <laughs> um, so this is the first time in the show that a human body is possessed by a demon and is referred to as a meat suit. Oh, that's right. That That's a pretty common I term. I did catch that. Starting, starting now, yeah. I mean, suit. it's used a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, I did... I use it, like, daily. Sometimes I get up and I'm, like, looking in the mirror and I'm, like, my meat suit needs some work today. (laughs) Or, like, when I take a shower, I'm, like, gotta shave my meat suit. (laughs) You know, I don't have those thoughts, really. (laughs) I think that's just a you thing. Oh, well, maybe you will now. (laughs) I mean, it's entirely possible. But that's amazing. we're not gonna go so far... Yeah. There's so much there. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so our research for this week is kind of like goofy. I don't know. Like, it... <laughs> okay, it's on the Ranker website and it's basically how to tell if your child is possessed by a demon. <laughs> okay, listen, I need this list like daily. So I'm glad this is what we did <laughs> This is kind of like a satire thing. Oh yeah. So don't take it too seriously, folks. But it is kind of it, it, it's pretty funny. Right. So the first one is they see things that aren't there. Okay. I mean, you know, so it says, does your kid claim to see things that aren't there? Does she regularly have tea with her imaginary friends? <laughs> we've seen we've all seen the movie with the pale kid that sees dead people, but we're not talking about just your run-of-the-mill ghosts. If your child starts mentioning blood on the walls or speaks in a gruff voice to strangely named imaginary friends, you could be looking at demonic possession. Oh my god. Um, this is the shining all over. Yeah, you know, that's like, terrifying. This is purely a reference to the shining. <laughs> Blood on the walls. Oh my god. Red rum. Red rum. Oh my gosh, we got Killian to do that the other night with the finger. Oh no. We were, we were all saying goodnight to each other, so we were like, hugs, kisses, and then and he grabbed his little red rum lion, uh-huh. and he's like, I'm gonna sleep with red rum tonight, and we were like, okay, and then I went, red rum, and he looked at me and he went, red rum, red rum, and then Eric started doing it, and we were literally all just staring at each other in a triangle <laughs> saying red rum. It was great. That sounds... A little strange. I've never, I've never loved my family more. But also, <laughs> it's endearing. Yeah, it's magical. <laughs> so the next way to tell if your child is possessed by a demon, apparently, is to wonder if they have a strange connection to graveyards. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> 
So, okay. Lynn. Yes? Does your child wake with fright every time you pass a cemetery in the car at night? No. Or, if you pass during the day, do they scream that the voices are too loud? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe you have the opposite problem and your child suddenly spends all their time skulking around the local mausoleum obsessed with death and dismay. <laughs> okay, I feel like I had all of these things happen to me. I mean, maybe not screaming about voices being too loud, but like I was definitely a cemetery girl. I mean, like I spent a lot of time in cemeteries, like a ghost lot. Hunting. Not even well, yes, but also just like day drinking. <laughs> I mean, to each their own, <laughs> And right? doing those pencil rubbings that we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. Okay, listen. No normal child does that. It's oh, leaves. Oh, no. I remember. I remember um, where, where uh, how that even came about. I did this um, summer day camp in this elementary school. East Hill Elementary. No, not East Hill. Uh, scenic or East Hill? I think Scenic Hill Elementary. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, anyways, one of those is, is right next to a graveyard. Actually, it's not right next to a graveyard. There's like woods between the graveyard and it and with like creepy ass trails even more better and that, that i've done a lot of day drinking in. um <laughs> but oh, no. i think during day camp they took us to the cemetery once and we did the the rubbings i don't know why they weren't like hey let's get some leaves out of these woods <laughs> rub on those instead but <laughs> there you go <laughs> okay you said rub on leaves <laughs> and my first thought went to using leaves as toilet paper <laughs> you know what i've never done that and i'm just so grateful that i've never had to i think i've done that like once oh my god but it was girl scouts okay well and it you was gotta one of those, like yeah. these are the leaves that you can use yes. and not use right. and i was kind of skill. like I'm going to try it. <laughs> Let me tell you what, folks. It doesn't work. Leaves are not absorbent. <laughs> no, they're not. It just kind of like is more of a scraping mechanism than anything else. Right. It might squeegee. Oh, my God. That's it. <laughs> squeegee the squeege. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That went too far. <laughs> uh, I don't think it went too far. That's a common term in this household for poop. <laughs> Squeege. Ew. <laughs> I mean, how have I not heard this so far? I don't know. Sometimes you have too much coffee and you get the squeegee poo. <laughs> it's like a normal thing. Okay, listen. Hershey squirts. <laughs> that's what I've heard. Yeah, that's not something we say. We say squeegee poo. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, the next. <laughs> The next thing that they warn you about yes. is to make sure it's not just behavioral problems with your kid. I mean, that's important. <laughs> so before when you start brandishing rosaries and quoting biblical text, it's important to make sure this is a genuine, genuine possession you're dealing with, not just your run-of-the-mill behavioral problems. Right. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> Ugh. So, to be certain, the next time your child acts out in a manner you believe to be demonic, try binding that spirit by calling it out, which sounds like a terrible idea. That sounds upsetting and like something he'll <laughs> and recite like something that preschool. you might regret. Yeah, he's going to start doing it at preschool if I do it. <laughs> oh, so, if you see your snile, your snild, <laughs> your child snap out of it. 
And look at you confused after you try and call out this demon thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As if they weren't sure what just happened. There's a good chance there's a demon involved. Oh my. Or they're just really tired. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Toddler. Okay, literally any toddler could potentially be possessed by a demon at any point because they are acting irrational. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. Listen. Bless you. Thank you. I don't even have any kids. And, you know, like, there's a high likelihood that it could be, like, any kid. Yeah. At any time. Agreed. Agreed. Completely. (laughs) So, next thing you want to do is make sure it's not a mental illness. Well, that is definitely important. You know, it could it could be a thing. Schizophrenia. You know. Yeah, for sure. Not stuff to mess with. No. So... (laughs) Before we go any further, it's important to rule out the mental illness as an explanation for your child's behavior. So, according to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, mental illness and possession are very different. Yes. You know, that's a thing. Yes. (laughs) Next thing, look for mild signs of possession. Okay, excuse me, mild signs? (laughs) What are mild signs? So, apparently... Are you, it says, are you being frequently woken by your child's blood-curdling screams, guttural noises, or their glowing eyes peering at you from the dark? Okay, that's oh my not God. a wild sign. That's terrifying. Who the heck is writing this stuff? That's okay, you said know. glowing eyes what? Peering out at you from the dark. Oh, my God. Like, listen, if you wake up in the middle of the night, you're in your bed. And, and Killian's see- eyes are glowing. I am just going to poop right there. <laughs> I would scream and then probably shove them in a room and lock it. (laughs) Not going to lie. At that point, who cares if they fall down? Oh, my God. Hopefully they don't hit the bathtub, but, you know, lock them in the room. Right. You know, like, don't even, don't go near that. Call somebody. Yes. Like, and hope for the best. (laughs) So... Again, you know, maybe your child has been excessively vomiting, saying strange things, or has a sudden fascination with all things morbid. These are, folks, mild oh my God. <laughs> signs of possession. <laughs> it may be cause for concern. Try taking your child to church or another holy ground and see how they react. <laughs> what I want to know is how you're getting glowing eyes, child, into a car seat to take him to a church. That's terrifying. Oh, oh my God. Oh, good grief. Anyways, so (laughs) try and cleanse your child with prayer. That's the next thing. So if your child's possession doesn't seem too extreme, you can try to cleanse them with a prayer. Taunt your demonic adversary with an extremely long prayer, and eventually he or she will reward you with a reaction. Taunt it? No thanks. Yeah, that doesn't sound like that a good idea. That seems just like a... This, this person is just looking for people to do stupid things. <laughs> Whoever wrote this is just like... <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, like, they just want to watch the world burn a little bit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so, it says, prepare yourself, because things could get messy. But if your child comes at you with fists flying during your prayer, you can be certain this is a genuine demonic possession you're dealing with. Um, no kidding. Yeah. Or maybe they're just tired. Again, they could be a toddler. Right. I mean, glowing eyes. <laughs> glowing eyes is a little past toddler stage. Right. 
but still. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. your child may come at you with flying fists at any I mean, that's a thing that can happen anyway. You know? <laughs> that's just a kid. Yeah, you know? exactly. And you hope that it doesn't happen, but that could just be a kid with anger issues at exactly. that time, you know? <laughs> so this one says, look for extreme signs of possession. I want to know what the difference between that is and mild, because right. it seems like the other one's little more extreme than I would yeah. think to be mild. So, says so maybe you wrote off the initial signs of your child's possession as weird coincidences, coincidences, <laughs> coincidences. Did, was that right? Yeah, she okay. said it right that time. You could say coinkydink if you want. <laughs> Coinkydinks <laughs> or unexplainable illnesses. It's late, folks. It's late. It's, it's so late. <laughs> but it's hard to dismiss your child fainting with their eyes rolled back in their head as they levitate several feet above the ground. <laughs> These are extreme signs of possession. Okay, I just like to say, no shit, Sherlock. Right. If any kind of levitating is happening, like evil shit is going down. Listen, I don't swear often. I try not to. But no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Come on. That's great. <laughs> if you walk into the room and find your child rapidly and unnaturally moving their limbs, spinning their head around 360 degrees, oh or God. speaking in tongues, you're most likely dealing with a demon. <laughs> well, thank God that's cleared up. <laughs> I know, right? Oh. oh. So the next thing is to make sure it's a demon and not a ghost, right? Oh, that's important. So you're pretty sure you're dealing with possession. Before you can take the next step to get rid of the demon, you need to get your facts straight. Dealing with a ghostly possession is different than that of a demon. Um, so if your child's body, mind, and spirit all seem possessed, then you're in demon country. Oh, my God. Uh, also, next step. Find out if your child has played with a Ouija board recently. I feel like oh, that's pretty self-explanatory. That's that's a big no-no. There's like a main Ouija board demon called Zozo. That sounds terrible and we shouldn't talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, I think in the next episode there's a Ouija board, so we're definitely going there. But we shouldn't go there right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Because, listen, the whole thing is just terrible and I don't want... Mm. I have a scary Ouija board story. I didn't say it already, did I? I don't think I did. I don't think so. I don't think we've talked about Ouija boards. Okay. Anyways. So, also, it says, assess the severity of the possession. Now that you've read all the warning signs and ruled out other causes for your child's bizarre behavior, it's time to assess the severity of their possession. Like that you didn't do that before with the head spinning. And right. then, like, maybe they're throwing Levitating. fists at you, whatever. I don't know. Okay. So, you can tell if your child is mild to moderate possession by seeing if their behavior calms temporarily in the presence of a church or temple. You can also offer your child holy water to drink and see if that helps. Oh, my God. <laughs> like we talked about in the last episode, holy water could be salt water. So, I mean, if they start spewing anyways, yeah. like, come on. <laughs> Anyways, so if your child's possession is mild, then a spiritual healer should be able to cure them. Okay. I think the last step here is call in the professionals. Well, which, yes. Why haven't you done that already? <laughs> Listen, okay, I just have a bone to pick with all of this. If your child is levitating, call somebody. Call for help. Don't sit there and be like, 
oh, I wonder if this is a mild Let's or go a drive by a church. Or, I know. Let's and see, see if what happens. Stop levitating. Let's wrangle this levitator in a car seat and see what happens. I mean, it'd be way easier <sighs> on my back if he could just levitate himself into the car seat. That'd be great. I mean, that's also true. Yeah. But, you know, I think none of it is a good idea. So we should just abandon all of that. Right. <sighs> oh, that was a good article. It was, you know. It was funny. <laughs> It was ridiculous. I mean, it was ridiculous, but it it was it was entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so for our idiot and ass butt moments, we actually went Have on a, the same one. Well, we went on a little adventure today. <laughs> it started out with, "Hey, let's go get some froyo. It'll be quick." <laughs> and turned into an hour <laughs> car ride. Going back and forth down this extremely long road. So there used to be like four different Froyo places along this road. We'd go to one, not there anymore. (laughs) We went to the next one. It's an ice cream place. Not there anymore. Not the same. No. And then there's a gelato place, Mm -hmm. but that's also not the same. Like, if you want Froyo, gelato is not going to cut it. Right. Like, it's just not. Right. <laughs> and neither is something like Cold Stone. So first whatever. we were like, hey, let's go put some gas in Rochelle's new car. Who <laughs> We're still looking for a name. I say this like I have any input at all. I don't have any input on <laughs> Listen, your car's name, I'm, okay? I'm open to suggestions because I have nothing. I'm going for Meg's DL. <laughs> That's my input. I like... Okay, so... For the people that have watched everything and are just re-watching this with us... Mm-hmm. I'm going for Meg or Ruby. Yeah, I like those. However, mm-hmm. if you haven't watched this, well, it's fine. We're not, we're, every, not, we're not. We're not. I mean, they anything. already know Meg. Yeah, right? but like, we're not ruining anything. We're not ruining anything. That's for sure. But still, yeah, Meg or Ruby. I like it. I do like Ruby. I gotta say. Yeah, I do too. I like Meg better. Mm-hmm. So might have to go with Meg, but that just doesn't seem like a good car name. I you get know, it. like Ruby seems like a better car name. Yeah, that is a better car name. But you know, you'll have to think about it. So we go to put gas in her <laughs> car, and her car is brand new, and it's got these weird ass like flaps <laughs> for the for the like mouth for the gas hose. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Guys. It doesn't have. Okay, so like most cars have the little like you open up the little like the door or whatever the and then like you've got cap. the thing that unscrews oh, yeah. you got the cap and then whatever no this doesn't have the cap it's just like you open up the little door and there's this like this little... orifice it's a freaking orifice <laughs> my car has an orifice <laughs> with flaps <laughs> you guys it's just not right <laughs> but, like, it's got these two little like i don't know if they're rubber or like what they are but they just like open and you you stick the hose in there <laughs> no way you don't you leak gas everywhere so it drips all over so it's like getting on the side of the car right you pull it out you can't well and it's not even that because usually like in a car you can or in a normal car you can like kind of pull it out and like you know shake Shake it around a little little bit bit, get the last couple drops out and then like you know just put it back in the thing you're good to go Mm -hmm. but like this you can't do that with the little flappy things and so you just have to like I don't know what you're supposed to do, you know? Like, how do you wiggle it out? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. I don't either. And it's weird. And uh, just, I don't know how to deal with life right now. That's and I've so had funny. To, I've had to do this twice because I've only, you know, I've had it for what? Like, 
a couple weeks at this point, and, uh-huh. like, I don't know how to deal. Like, <laughs> I don't You're know how to do this. You have to find a way to, like, shake the gas off before you pull it I out. I know, because I don't want to, like, drip it and, like, have yeah. it get on me right. or, like, get on the outside of the car, because, like, will that do something to the paint? It might. Yeah. You know, like, and so far, when it, like, drips, it doesn't, I've been able to kind of, like, pull it out, but then it's just, like, flinging little gas drops everywhere. Right, like, right. that can't be safe, you know? Yeah. And eventually, it will just, like, evaporate, but still, like, yeah. it just, none of it makes any sense to me. So, anyways. So, that was the gas station. That was the gas station. Then we went to Safeway because we needed, what did we need? Oh, we needed brownie mix. (laughs) (laughs) And ended up walking out with brownie mix, deodorant, body wash. We spent a lot of time looking at deodorant. (laughs) I know. We got avocados, too. The important things in life. Because, I mean, avocados are just amazing. Right. You can't can't get away from those. uh, There was no real ass butt or idiot moment at Safeway. No. It was Anyways. other than we took forever. <laughs> yes. So then we went on our Froyo mission and good God. Turned around and went one completely different direction. So here's the thing is where Safeway is was right in the middle of like where we could have, where we ended up going mm-hmm. for Froyo. So at any rate, <laughs> we just, we tried a lot of places and none of them are there anymore. We finally find the place and we accidentally drive by it. Can't get in there. We finally make it in and everything is fine. Yeah. And we eat a shit ton of froyo. <laughs> everything was happy and glorious. And then on the way back, this is our actual ass-butt moment. <laughs> yes. There was this car driving like the biggest asshole ever. It was like... Like weaving in and out of people. It was... Super close. Passing people in like the oncoming lane. Yeah, like going into oncoming traffic yeah, to pass people. Yeah, it was crazy. And like weaving in and out and I mean people were like honking, right? Cause yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because being an idiot. it was terrifying. But like... The one that, like, freaked me out, so, like, between where I was and then the car ahead of us, but it was in the other lane, there Mm -hmm. is, you know, probably, like, a car and a half that was kind of, you know, but then, like, once I kind of saw them, I, like, started to slow down a little bit because I was like, they're going to do something stupid. But then, like... Yeah, it's always best to slow down a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Well, and then, so, but the car ahead of us... That was off to the, you know, in the next lane versus the car that was actually in front of us in that lane, which was even farther ahead of that person. There was, like, maybe a car's length. Right. And this guy just, like, zooms up and just, like, scoots right in between Mm -hmm. the two. I mean, seriously, he must have had, like, maybe a foot in between each car. Like, what are you doing? You know, I always, like, I try not to get road ragey in those moments because I'm always, like, you don't know what's going on in that person's life. Like, it's a big possibility. They're just being a total asshole. It's oh, a yeah. huge, But you don't know. Somebody could be having a life or death situation. I mean, maybe. And they could be rushing to do something about that. But, like. So I always, I always try and think that. But, yeah. But, yeah. They're putting everybody in the road on danger by yeah. driving like that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, and here's the thing, though, that may. So, to me, when you see people that are having, like, like an emergency like that Mm -hmm. it's not just like this was like controlled just like I'm gonna be a jerk about this you know but they're still like driving smoothly and like Mm -hmm. for I mean sort of not really but like you just you you just don't know you just you 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 don't know but like usually for me when I've seen people that it's like okay that may or may not be like an urgent thing it's Mm -hmm. like they're like starting and stopping and screeching and going all over the place like oh my god and they're like panicking you know we're like people that are just being jerks just kind of like and just like yeah I agree but I always just try and 
be empathetic in those moments and like you know, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I, I do you don't, you don't know what's going on or like if when somebody cuts me off in traffic like you know what I've cut people off totally on accident before yeah I oh, absolutely I mean, have happens. so when people do stuff like that I just try and be like you know what I've done that and I sure shit didn't mean to yeah you know like so I just I just try like with anything driving I try yeah. and just be like you know there could be a terrifying reason that they're acting that way so yeah. I'm not gonna get ragey about it it's totally possible there's not but you don't know yeah you don't know. I mean you don't know but for me <laughs> my mind automatically goes to that person's just an idiot because yeah. 95% of the time they probably are mm-hmm. you know but I don't know to me I just <laughs> I was saying this earlier when we were in the car I was like you know, my faith in humanity when it comes to driving is low. You know, yeah. like, you take a normally sane person, you stick them behind the wheel of a car, and they mm-hmm. turn into an idiot. You know, like, yeah. and not everybody is like that. You know, it's mm-hmm. fair. But, like, some people just, like, can't handle driving well, you know? Yeah. And they get really ragey. And the thing yeah. that I get, like, nervous about with driving is, like, well, you don't, to me, my, you don't know about what they're going through sort of thing is, like, a, you don't know if they've got, like, anger issues and... And if well, you yeah. do anything, like, you try and, like, you know, get around them because they're acting weird or whatever, they might, like, freak out. You know, totally. like, to me, it's, like, more of a, am I going to get in danger if, mm-hmm. or am I going to put myself in danger if I, like, try and stay away from this person or try and, like, get around them somehow or right. whatever, you know, like, because people, who knows. Yeah, you know when you're driving, like, behind someone and you see them like on the freeway you see them not like weaving in and out of other lanes but like they can't stay in their lane Mm -hmm. I'm always like is it better to be behind them or is it better to be to try and pass them and get in front of them behind them yeah, I was every gonna, time. Yeah, because if you're, because they can still are, cause an accident in front of you that you could run into. Yeah, so, well, you know. Usually, when I see that, I try and like really back up or like get in another lane or something to like mm-hmm. get out of their whole zone. Because yeah. I mean, if you get in front of them, chances are they're probably texting or mm-hmm. goofing around with whatever, putting their makeup on in the car or whatever, and like they're not paying attention to the road at all. So if you get in front of them, there's more of a chance of them like rear-ending you than if you. You, like, you know, you have more of a chance to, like, you can control the situation if you're behind them because yeah. if they stop or they, if they do something, then you can, if you're backed up enough, you can, like, give yourself some time to, like, yeah. react to it where, like, if they're behind you, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, that's so, true. But. Yeah. I, I, oh, I hate seeing that. That freaks me out so bad when mm-hmm. people can't stay in their lane. Yeah. Ugh. And it's like, are we drunk? Are we texting? Like, what's yeah. going on? You know? Right. <laughs> but. Anyways. So, anyway, that was our Idjit or Aspet moment. <laughs> that was our Idjit or moment. <laughs> it was a whole adventure. Driving all over the place and then, you know, getting worried about this whoever can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? The Froyo was delicious. Mm-hmm. So, it was um, worth it. <laughs> it totally was. So thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you. And join us next season. Oh, yes. <laughs> we shall be coming soon. Yes. Literally in one week. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs>